Good afternoon, Patriots. Yep, it's that day. It's Monday, December 19th. The beginning of the week, but it's a good week. This is the week of Christmas. You know what I'm noticing this year, which I don't know if you are, but I'm kind of digging it. We didn't have like crazy Christmas, 60 days of Christmas nonsense this year. We ended up having like limited focus, but high intensity focus of Christmas. Finally got, was shopping the other day. And um, yesterday I stopped in the store and got something. It was just nice for just a casual, enjoyable conversation about Merry Christmas. And it's good. Of course, it was a gun store. <laughs> That's a great place to be Merry Christmas because you know that if you are an anti-Christmas, God-hating person, you probably aren't going to do well in a gun store. You know how passionate I am about our Constitution and especially the Second Amendment, but just as passionate about being responsible and protecting my family. I discovered the perfect way to train with your firearm in the comfort of your own home and continue to improve your skills. It's called iTarget Pro, and this system is a game changer for me. All I did was download iTarget's proprietary app, load the laser bullet into my firearm, and start training. The system develops muscle memory, reaction speed, sight alignment, trigger control, and much more. Right now, save 10% plus get free shipping with the offer code BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, when you go to iTargetPro.com. With the cost of ammo through the roof, this is the perfect solution for you. That's the letter I, targetpro.com, itargetpro.com. The offer code is BARDS, B-A-R-D-S. This is something you definitely need. All right, Patriots. So we are in yet another crazy week of news. And if you didn't hear, because it's now upon us, the January 6th committee has decided to send over some recommendations for the DOJ. Take a listen. So uh, breaking news just seconds ago, the J6 committee in Congress is sending over criminal referrals for Trump, criminal referrals to the Justice Department, as in former President Trump may be arrested for his role in January 6th. At the same time, this old this old dude in the Senate, I don't even remember his name, some friend of John Podesta's, some friend of the Pizza Head, has said they're considering outlawing all crypto in the United States, outlawing Bitcoin. Something like 20% of Americans own a crypto. I mean, it's like they want people to go crazy or something. You're destroying our wealth. You're saying you're going to arrest the former president. These people in D.C. are clowns, absolute clowns. Let me know what you think in the comments. Boy, he got that one right. They are all clowns. And we're learning as well that many of the people that are playing transgenders on social media are also clowns. They're paid for by the CIA or State Department. So it's all disinformation, propaganda, garbage to confuse children and their gender and screw up the families, which is makes it more criminal than the vax, by the way. But yes, they did send over criminal referrals for President Donald J. Trump. My guess is that that's going to be the Christmas present for America, probably the arrest of President Trump, because anything they can defile related to the happiness and celebration, regardless. Remember, the 25th is their date of worship and sacrifice as is January 6th. We're starting to understand that January 6th is also their date of sacrifice related to Baal. So these two dates are significant for them. They're going to use them, but don't let it strike your joy, strike away your joy, whatever. This is one big clown show, and I don't want to see anybody arrested like President Trump. I'm not saying that. But in the truth of this is don't let them steal your joy. That's what they're trying to do. 
you know, they're, he's, he says that they're, they're trying to take away crypto. They're, they're nuts. They're trying to drive a, trying to take away our, our economy. They're trying to push everybody to the breaking point. That's exactly the point is they're trying to bubble this up to such a degree that finally Americans go, that's it. I've had it, man. I'm taking up arms. I'm going to charge the, the, the castle and then we'll charge the wrong castle. And then they'll call in and they'll call it, you know, martial law and all this other stuff. This thing's happening. It, there is a breaking point coming. Don't kid yourself. Don't let your skills slide. Be sharp. Put a lot of prayer into this and let God discern his way us through this. Lead us through this pathway to where the justice is coming. But I'm telling you, justice is coming. These people know it. They can't escape it. They think they can because they don't believe in God or they don't, they don't think that God's that powerful. <laughs> That's the part that I always laugh at. It's like, oh, Oh, okay, you, you don't believe that God's very powerful? No, I've got my little God. Mm-hmm, he is. He is your little God, and he will be crushed by our one God. It'll be like miserable pain, but that's okay. It's a path they walk. It's, a, it's an enjoyment we'll have when we see the crushing coming. But that doesn't mean we don't do anything either. we got to stay active and vigilant, and all of it's centered literally on our local communities. One of the big issues we've talked about so much is child sex trafficking. And I'm not even going to play this piece, but we got to the Balenciaga and reason you'll hear what I'm going to say in a minute, Balenciaga issue, which is very real and very visceral. And then <laughs> so appears the piece is now on TikTok about Corey good has been telling us that children have been trafficked on the moon and they're being taken to Mars and that the lizard heads are on Mars and this is where they're being turned into slaves and, the, and this is how bad it is, people. You, you don't understand. This is like the real, real Balenciaga issue. I'm like, oh, my gosh. The clowns are at it again. You take away the focus of the public once again from the visceral issue, and now you're going to turn it into space aliens. So it's always the same thing. These people are literally trying to do everything they can to disrupt, to divide, and to keep your attention away from everything. And, frankly, they've been very successful at it. So it's kind of time that we not play their game, and get real about it. But we do know that madness is sweeping the land. We're going to talk a lot about that tonight, too, on Bards FM. The age of insanity and where all this is coming from and where it's leading to. And the biggest part to feel very good about is there has to be a collapse in all of this for this really to reset anyway. We can't fix a system that was built on the blood of children. That's my standard premise on everything. You can't fix a system that was built on the blood of children. You know, Moses, when he came down from the mountain, not only did he destroy the golden calf, he made them drink the water. I say that so many times because it's important to understand that that was the water that was flushing away all of the ashes of the children. It's horrible. But you can't fix a broken system. And then, by the way, they slaughtered a whole bunch of people. And it's, it's a pretty insignificant deal. So with that said... Let's wage some spiritual war. Prayers up, patriots. Father, we come to you today very blessed, humbled before you, as we are just reflect on the state of the union and the state of the nation. And in this prayer that we put out today for all those who will join in, our prayer is not for a nation, but our prayer is for the walk with Jesus to bring the power of the walk with Jesus into our lives, to step away from the idolatries and 
isolationism of the walls of the church, to step away from the worship of a flag and the nation, and to put before all things that love in Christ, a true and powerful love in Christ before things, before everything, and to realize just how much power we have in that space. Father, if we really listen to our hearts and really listen to what you've showing us, the one place that we can affect tremendous change begins in our home. And to bring you, to bring the love of Christ back to the center of our homes. And from there become the beacon, the light on the hill for each of our small communities. And to use that as a point to grow that love in Christ into our neighborhoods, our communities, and our counties. If we would step aside from the noise, the chaos, the confusion, the hatred, the deceit, the fear, the anxieties, all generated by constant deluge of news, and realize that we have the transformational power right before us, within us, and through us, all with you, that with that we can deliver an incredible level of justice, and that we can reset this world truly in your desire, your image, if we will simply follow that path and not be swept up into the worships and idolatries of what have been created as what we call nation states. Father, I know that prayer is uncomfortable for many because there's so much identity placed within a flag, placed within documents, and they're beautiful documents, and it's a significant meaning in the flag of many ways. However, We cannot allow any of that to supersede our love in you and the sacrifice made for us by Jesus. So we pray that that focus will be purely on you and purely on Christ and to put our trust in you to guide us and to reset this as you desire. We have a hard time in this moment as a nation and as people across the world of us clinging on to what we want as outcomes. So we pray that we'll just release ourselves from those, release ourselves from the expectations and outcomes of what we desire and simply be in the moment walking with you, being with you, and walking purely in a path that you set before us. And so, Father, with that, we add a very special prayer with some news of of a passing that was shared with me today. We've prayed here for Nancy R., who was part of our group, And the news came today that over the weekend she passed. We just pray for her return home. We pray for the the peace that she will find. And we pray for the the beautiful person that she was. This was a, a difficult period that she was in. She was in an enormous amount of pain at certain points. And I'm blessed in my own testimony, to have called her and to have had a chance earlier on to pray with her. She was in a difficult place, and she was in a difficult process of trying to find healing through a, a torturous process of chemo that was whittling her body down to where she could no longer sleep and was in excruciating pain. And so, Father, we just... Pray and that she can find that peace within you now. We're grateful for the time that she was here with us. 
and we're grateful for the blessings that she brought to this world in the many ways that each of us do and whatever ways that she did. And we pray for her soul and pray for her return home. So, Father, in these days now, we're going to be seeing more of this. We're going to be seeing, unfortunately, there is a continued falling and wave of death that continues to sweep this nation. And sadly, much of this is coming about because people continue to not listen. They're not paying attention. They're not wanting to hear the truth of what's going on. And so much at the center of this is this vax. Father, we just pray for eyes to be opened, for people to have the true sense of hearing and to break the hardening of their heart, to start listening. With that, we know that as we enter into this season right now, which is there's going to be an almost guaranteed chaos of some fashion because these handlers of the world seek to do nothing more than disrupt happiness. This is a week of should be of celebration and for whatever whatever the date is or isn't, we should be celebrating the intent of what it is supposed to be. The intent of loving and the intent of giving and the intent of loving in Jesus. And so Father, we pray for the strength of people to hold that line of giving, loving and focus on the positive and the joy. Not to let these Luciferian vagabonds strip it from us and not let them try to steal the hope like the Grinch, but rather to embrace the ability to give, to help, to to share the love of Christ and to just make this yet a, a very focused and powerful week of prayer, a prayer for healing of a nation, a prayer for repentance of a nation, a prayer for mercy of our nation and a prayer for joy of healing of the families. And that's as well, Father, we know that there's a lot of challenges that families are faced right now. Families have come together, and there's, thanks to a spandex red president and some other goofy issues going on, there's a lot of division still there that's been fueled, which is unfortunate. But we just pray right now that the greater truths will start to settle into people's hearts, that the silly stunt acts that have been done by people to grab attention or political fanfare or raise money will be cast aside and that the real heartfelt conversations can be had in these reunions of this week and the healing of families can begin. We Thank you for this time. We thank you for the blessings given and we say these things in Christ Jesus name. Amen. Yeah. That's someone wrote, um, and I respect the comment, so I, I don't, I'm not dissing the comment. I mean, someone wrote and said that, you know, I, maybe I was missing the point on Trump's NFT cards because there was a kind of a snarky sense of humor. On the surface, I think that could be looked at that way. I think I've made the case fairly well, and I'll just repeat it just briefly. The timing of this NF, NFT stunt was ridiculous. And without us knowing anything more than what we see, because I'm not going to start building up Q theories on what this is or isn't. The fact of the matter is that the NFT stunt raised a lot of money for him. It gave the left, the people that hated Trump, an enormous amount of fuel to be now mocking the MAGA crowd. 
and that's unfortunate heading into a final week where we are going to, we're trying to bring families together and hopefully have some legitimate conversations, especially with the truths that have been coming out on Twitter. So as Steve Bannon says, said, and I will echo very clearly the same words, every person in the Trump administration that was part of that stunt needs to be fired immediately. And that action needs to be echoed everywhere. And lacking any other knowledge on what it is, if it was a humorous stunt, it was literally another dead cat bounce. It was poorly timed and very insensitive to the realities of what families are struggling with this season in trying to find some peace, some healing, and some legitimate conversations. Um, and at the same time, with all the focus on the me, 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 and I, and I saw more tweet, more posts today by President Trump, and I'm just going to say this bluntly to anybody that's listening in Mar-a-Lago or to or President Trump himself, we're getting a little bit tired of the me, Mr. President. And when we hear that your election was stolen and you're being prosecuted by January 6th, there's a whole bunch of people sitting in jail that you haven't done poop about to help get them out. And they're going to spend their Christmases away from family in a really horrific environment. And I really don't care about looking at you in red spandex tights playing superhero any more than I give a rip looking at you in a long trench coat as a sheriff or as some space fool on the moon or as some marine aviator in the sky or as some dude kicking a golf ball down the range. All of that for a fundraising effort, whatever it was, that we understand it was, poorly timed, insensitive to the suffering that the families have put up with. And by the way, it's not your election that was stolen. It was ours. So let's get it clear. It's a country of we the people, not a country of Donald J. Trump. And unfortunately, that's where we are. So I'll leave that. I'll probably make another comment on it tonight. But I do find it insensitive and irresponsible. So in other news, Patriots, we have a lot of things going on around the world. Um, the Twitter files are now out the seventh one. And this is pointing to the fact that the FBI had so many people involved in this event that they were creating their own their own group to, to to start vetting more FBI people coming in. There were literally hundreds of former FBI and intelligence agencies people working in Twitter to, uh, to ensure that they would control the narrative and protect the deep state. The deep state by function is a combination of elements in the intelligence community, the military industrial complex, various other agencies to include the State Department and most particularly the SCS Corps, which is the Senior Executive Service. They are non-elected officials that were put in place to, to quote, ensure continuity of government in the transition of presidents. To put that in more layman's terms, they were installed to ensure that no matter what the vote of we the people accomplished, they would always be there to ruin anybody that represented the will of the people and ensure that the values and interests of the deep state were preserved. That's the truth. So we are witnessing now that Twitter was basically hijacked by those people. And this is a 
part of this sickness that we're dealing with in our government. Our government is a tyranny. There is literally no salvaging it at this point in time. And this is not going to run well with some of the bigger voices out there because I think people are afraid to say this because they're afraid they're like, oh, you're, you're fanning the flames of radical revolution. And no, I'm not. I'm fanning the flames of people waking up and taking back their counties and taking them back in a constitutional way and managing what we can locally to ensure that our counties become constitutional and, by definition, God-fearing, meaning that by, de- by definition of the Declaration of Independence, that the counties of this nation take a stand to put God back on the throne. And that takes a lot of effort and a lot of local work. And this is something that as we head into the end of the year and we head into year of 2023, 2023 is going to be a big year on many levels. And we need to be prepared and focused for the sacrifices we're all going to have to make. These people are not playing softball. They're playing for keeps. And even though their power is evidently diminishing, they still have quite a bite and quite a sting. We have to stay vigilant on this effect. We have to stay vigilant on everything that we do, pressing forward and ensuring that our counties become almost become basically constitutional sanctuaries and in all that that means. And that means organizing locally. That means working with the churches to get the pulpit to wake up or at least informing the congregation so that they will start challenging the pulpit to wake up and start getting people mobilized in our counties to take a stand and be active. Right now, a lot of the work that's being done is falling on the hands of a few. And that will always be that way because that's just the way people are. But we need more bodies awake and looking at what's actually going on. And that's going to be a big issue going forward. Now, of course, we have the Biden administration has put troops right on the border of Russia. This is all, again, about the rattling of sabers of war. The one thing that these elites know is if they can strike a war between countries, that they can cover up their crimes. I honestly believe that our prayers are critical here. As, our, as is our vocal action in waking people up. Because I think that we're arriving at a point, if we aren't already there, that, and this is speculative, but it's based on a lot of research, that no, even if they were to strike a war right now, we would still know who the criminals are. Not a foreign country, but them. Them meaning those that occupy the houses of Wall Street, the banks, and, and our government agencies, and our legal class. These are criminals. All of them. They're a mafia that's running this country. And as if you didn't, if you doubt that at all, just listen today to the testimony from the lawyer at Kerry Lake's trial. I mean, this is that we are seeing a level of lunacy of how these lawyers manipulate emotion and what they're doing to people, which is quite frankly off the rails. But they are trying to continually push the window of. All of this to try to make people embrace the fact that everything that they are dealing with is racism. And of course, that has nothing to do with reality. Take a listen to this short clip. My clients find the most odious, and that is a claim that there has been voter suppression in Maricopa County in 2022. If there's one thing that Americans know, it's what voter suppression looks like, Your Honor. Voter suppression looks like the nearly 3,500 African-American men 
who were murdered, beat in front of their families and hanged from trees between 1865 and 1933, documented lynchings. Not just to prevent those African-American men from voting, but to terrorize their entire community so they wouldn't even want to register to vote. That's voter suppression. Every American knows that. I didn't. That's news to me. But apparently that's the only way you're going to get voter suppression, which (laughs) I'm just going to say this. Apparently the only way you can, according to this lawyer, you have a justifiable case is if you are lynching people and that becomes voter suppression. (laughs) All I'm going to say is that's a whole new standard. Okay. (laughs) You asked for it. Not really. Just kidding. You got my picture, though, right? My goodness. These people are nuts. Man, they're just, they're out of their mind. So this is this is the, the fight that's going on. They're a very devious group of people that control so much of the course legal system, the informational system, the education system, the book publishings for the children, the, the educational doctrine. Patriots, we got to make an effort this year. And, and there will be a bit of a programming shift coming up in 2023. Same number of shows. But I'm going to start dedicating some shows in 2023 to just focusing on helping communities and what we can start doing to activate and getting people activated in the communities. We need to, we need to start working in a place where we're focused not just on the problem, but being able to translate the problems down to real action on the ground. And so we're going to put some emphasis on that coming in 2023, something to look forward to. We are a change agent. We are people. And we need to embrace how much power we have and quit letting these fools try to tell us that we don't have power. Patriots, I hope you have a very blessed day. Tonight's going to be a good show. We're going to get into a few things about the crazy world. And this week is a good week of programming, getting the videos in to have the Christmas special for Christmas Eve that'll do. That's down becoming an annual thing. We've got a great interview coming at the end of the week with Pastor Brad Cummings and a couple other things coming up as well. So enjoy your day. It's a wonderful day as we head into Christmas. Keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God always wins. But we are here in this time, in this place, for just such a time as this. We are at war. So walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Subdue the enemy. Mission forward. Patriots, I'll see you tonight for Bards FM. Until then or until the next time, God bless. And out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. 
It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable, that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made. Therefore, they can be solved by man. And man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable. And we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who move forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion, which we bring to this endeavor, will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples, it has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. Push. We climb. We never give in. We become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray. We stand. We live by the words in God we trust. We fear nothing. We are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath. <laughs> 